WGZZ HD2 Waverly and W242AX Auburn Opelika 963 W Lee Auburn High School Baseball is on 963 W Lee Hit well in the center field. That ball's gonna fly out of here! Auburn High School Baseball. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Bank, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Gouge Performing Arts Center, Troy Bank and Trust, Glory's Furniture Express, and University Ace Hardware. Now, the voice of Auburn High School Baseball, Scott Bagwell. Beautiful day for a doubleheader, just like yesterday. Hello again, everybody. Jack Hutton on the Auburn High School Sports Network to bring you the action today between the Auburn Tigers, both the Hoover Buccaneers, and the Dothan Wolves coming in to challenge the Tigers. Auburn got two big ones last night over the 6A 2022 state champion Hartzell Tigers. And boy, they were thrilling ones. A grand slam by Jace Norton in game one put the Tigers on top for good. And then in the game two, Tanner Waldrop with a single up the middle scores the go-ahead run in the bottom of the sixth inning. And in both games, Auburn was able to close things out in the seventh inning. So two big wins last night, but now an even tougher test, you may think. The number seven team in the state, the Hoover Buccaneers, come into this one seven and three in 7A area five. Auburn coming into this one 10 and six on the season out of 7A area four. On the mound today for the Auburn Tigers, it'll be the senior Caleb Maxwell. Seven appearances, a one and one record with a 9.15 ERA. 13 innings pitch, 14 hits, 17 runs, all of them earned. 12 walks, 12 strikeouts in 68 batters faced and opponents breaching base at 441 against Caleb Maxwell. We're just about ready for baseball. This has been the Russell Building Supply Countdown to First Pitch. Experience and knowledge from your hometown pros. And we are just about ready for baseball. Caleb Maxwell on the bump today for the Tigers. The righty winds and delivers a first pitch, driven into left field. Under it is Braden Fox. Had to move a couple steps around a central location, but was able to haul that one in for out number one. One pitch, one out, and we're underway in this beautiful day for a doubleheader. Of course, we mentioned Auburn winning two last night against Hartzell. And I have to continue that good play today and maybe even more to knock off a really good Hoover team. Told you Hoover comes in 17, seven and three on the season. 0 and two to start the year's first pitch misses inside. 1-0 pitch misses down and it's two and 0 to Cade Carr, the catcher. Taken down by Bob Jones and Hamilton out of Chandler, Arizona to begin the season, the first two games. 2-0 pitch is in there for a called strike one. Carr awaits the 2-1 from Maxwell. Just missed the outer half. A little bit low must have been. Hoover got a win over Cypress out of California when they went out west. 3-1 pitch right there for a called strike two, and it's full. Also going out to Arizona, again a win over Chaparral and then Corona del Sol in Tempe, Arizona. 3-2 pitch by Maxwell, grounded on the infield to Woods at second base. Up with it in the toss to first is in time for out number two, and there are two down. 
Setting the defense for you today for the Tigers. Behind the plate, Silas Mason over at first base. It'll be Tanner Waldrop, last night's starter. Second baseman Reed Woods making that play. Jace Norton over at shortstop. Third base is Henry Allen. Give you the outfield after this pitch, which is fouled back off of the screen. Moving left to right, Braden Fox is in left making the play. Connor Cosby in center field, and Michael Daniel, who had a huge home run last night in game two, gets the start in right field. The 0-1 pitch just misses the outer half, and it is a 1-1 one one count. Cade Finn and Cade Carr retired to open this one. This is Andrew Pitts, the left fielder, who chops this one down the first baseline. That'll roll foul. This Hoover team full of division, not only Division I, but SEC baseball recruits. Really good program out of Birmingham, Alabama. Batting from the left side, Andrew Pitts awaits the 1-2 pitch. From the senior, Caleb Maxwell. Here it is. On the inside half, strike three. How about that? One, two, three. Go the Hoover Bucks in the first inning. We head to the bottom of the first. Hoover nothing and Auburn coming to bat on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Headed to the bottom of the first inning at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. No score between the Hoover Buccaneers and the Auburn Tigers. And leading off for Auburn, it'll be the center fielder, Connor Cosby, running down the lineup. It'll be Jace Norton behind him in shortstop. Henry Allen at third base. Braden Fox in left field, Michael Daniel, the right fielder at five. Tanner Waldrop will bat six playing first base. Reed Woods in the seven hole at second base. Seth Payne will be the DH, get his first wraps of the weekend. And Silas Mason behind the plate batting ninth. First pitch to Connor Cosby is cut on and missed for strike one. On the mound today for Hoover, the Auburn University commit. Tyler Wilson, only two innings thrown this season, been hurt thus far. We'll see what kind of stuff he's got. He's got pretty good stuff thus far as he throws two pitches by the swinging bat of Connor Cosby. It's 0-2. Those starting lineups brought to you by Auburn Bank. Champions of you and proud to sponsor Auburn High School Baseball. 0-2 pitch just misses the outside corner to Cosby. 1-2 and two the count now. Wilson off the line and the delivery on the outside corner. Strike three. A generous strike three call there. But something Auburn may have to adjust to is last night that corner kept growing and growing. So it's certainly something that Auburn probably going to have to adjust to throughout the day. 
Here is Jace Norton, a huge night yesterday. Going two for two in the first game with three walks. He swings and misses at the breaking ball to open his at bat. And then came on to close out game two on the mound. 0-1 pitch misses. One and one to count. Norton from the right side. Pitch from Wilson bounces up there, two and one. Chase came into the weekend hitting 267. One home run, two doubles, eight RBIs on eight hits. That average has now gone up. Two and one now the count as Norton swings through. A ball on the outer half. Wind and delivery by the Auburn commit, Tyler Wilson. Norton, did he check his swing? Yes, he did. They will appeal to first. He was able to check his swing. So it'll set up a full count pitch. Wilson from the right side of the rubber as we look at things. Pitches, and here's a fly ball into right field. Going back on it. Still going back on it. the right fielder. That's over his head. Norton around first base. Digs for second. He's rounding second base. Now he'll dig for third. Here comes the throw. He's in there sliding with his second triple of the weekend. Jace Norton on another planet right now. Came into this weekend with no triples. He'll leave with at least two. So just like that, Auburn threatening here in the bottom of the first inning against Tyler Wilson. Threatening in a big way with the big bat of Henry Allen up next. Here's the pitch. Looked like a slide piece miss outside. Line in the 1-0 on the outside corner. Oh, check that. That's down. It'll be 2-0. delivery by Wilson. Skips by the backstop. Here comes Norton from third, and there will be no play. Norton's in there sliding, and the Tigers are up 1-0. The wild pitch to Tyler Wilson, and a 3-0 count now to Henry Allen. So in a matter of about four pitches, Jace Norton rounds the bases and scores. Wilson, the righty, from the right side of the rubber. Delivers the automatic strike right down the middle on 3-0, and it's 3-1 now. Three-one pitch on the infield, grounded over to shortstop, up with it. And over to first is Jackson Wood for the out. Left fielder Braden Fox will be the batter. Fox, a 350 average coming into the weekend. No home runs, couple of doubles for him with eight RBIs on seven hits and 25 plate appearances. First pitch to him is fouled down the left field line. That'll rack up against the Auburn bullpen down there. Mentioned to you this Auburn team defeated Hartzell twice last night. Two really big wins for a team that has been a little inconsistent thus far. You've seen the bats and really the pitching come to life at times, but 
Just haven't seen it stay consistent. It was at least consistent in the last game and a half of yesterday. 0-1 pitch is down in the turf. That'll make it 1-1. One one. Stretch and a delivery by Wilson. This has popped into left field. Coming on is the left fielder out there, Cade Finn. He's under it and will grab it for out number three. Auburn gets a run on one hit in the wild pitch by Wilson. And after one inning, we head to the top of the second. Auburn on top of Hoover, one to nothing. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. one nothing as we head to the top of the second inning. Caleb Maxwell on for his second inning of work for the Blue and White. Auburn was able to get a run in the, top, in the bottom of the half, in the bottom half of the first inning, that is, as Jason Norton picks up his second triple of the weekend. Comes around to score on the wild pitch. So a run on a hit for Auburn. Nothing doing so far for Hoover. And that will bring up R.J. Hamilton, the D.H. for the Bucks. First pitch to him by Maxwell. Bunted at, pulled back, but takes a strike on the outer half. Hoover actually coming into today 11-6 overall. Couple games missing on line here. Here's the 0-1 pitch swung on and missed by Hamilton. Hamilton, a dual sport athlete, also a football player for this Buccaneer squad. Here's the 0-2 pitch to RJ Hamilton. Slide piece misses outside. It's one and two. Caleb Maxwell getting ready to deliver the one-two pitch to R.J. Hamilton. Here it is in the turf over the left-handed batter's box. And the count is even at two and two. Big wins last night by Auburn. Looking for a probably an even bigger one today. Two-two the count. Here's the pitch outside of three balls and two strikes now. Full count pitch from Caleb Maxwell. Here it is. Must have missed the outside corner. Looked good from up here, but Hamilton will work a walk. Okay, 
thought Caleb Maxwell had his second strikeout of the game. But Hamilton will be down at first base. Looks like we got the infield umpire came over to check something with Caleb Maxwell. Maybe the mound? Is it dirt? Don't know if he was checking for a substance. Don't know. Nonetheless, first pitch coming to Mason Blaché. There goes Hamilton from first base. Pitches a strike. Throw down to second base. Not in time to get the speedy R.J. Hamilton. And there's a runner down at second base. He is a threat to steal when on the base paths. So much so, Henry Allen better be ready over here at third. The field a throw from Silas Mason. Maxwell peers in. Blachet in the right-handed batter's box. Maxwell peers back at second base. Kicks and delivers a strike on the outer half. Oh, and to the count to Blachet, the third baseman. In the five hole today for the Hoover Bucks. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Chopped on the infield. Could be a tough play in no man's land. Allen picks it up, throws to first, and they call him safe. Not hit very hard at all. Actually hit very weakly in no man's land between that triangle with Maxwell, Norton, and Allen. Third baseman Henry Allen came on to scoop it up and Tried to deliver the throw to first base in time. Just missed him. So Hoover threatens here in the top of the second inning. Runners on the corners in R.J. Hamilton and Mason Blachet, and that will bring up the first baseman, Devin Lee. Maxwell on the delivery falls down, and that will be a balk by rule. R.J. Hamilton will trot home and touch the dish. And just like that, it's a tie ball game. Lee, the batter from the right side, now with a chance to put Hoover on top with a base hit. Runner down at second base is Mason Blachet. First pitch to Devin Lee is a ball down low. Yeah, not sure what happened with Maxwell there. May have slipped coming forward, it looked like. On the back foot. It's tough to control that. Got to come back strong, get these outs. 1-0 pitch by Maxwell in the turf. 2-0. Silas Mason will call timeout and have a quick chat with his senior pitcher. Looks like those two are ready now as uh, home plate umpires seem to be kicking up some sort of turf or dirt on home plate. <laughs> Funny thing is, here at Auburn High School Baseball Complex, 
it's a circle of turf around home plate. <laughs> so no dirt to kick off. 2-0 the count. Caleb Maxwell ready again from the stretch. Peers back at Lachey at second base. Now delivers home way outside, 3-0. Hoover can put you put them on you in a hurry. As they've done many times this season. 15 runs against Sandy Creek, 11 against Hewitt Trustful, 14 in the second game against Hewitt Trustful. 3-0 pitch. Interesting call by the home plate umpire. Looked like he was about to call a strike then just never put the put the finger out. And that'll be a four-pitch walk to Devin Lee. So Lee down at first base, plus Shea at second. Nobody out in the top of the second inning. Hoover threatening to take the lead. Auburn had it in the bottom of the first inning. Jace Norton triples to right field. Comes in to score on the wild pitch. Maxwell trying to keep the Bucks. Off of the scoreboard for a second time in this inning. His first pitch dives in to the outside corner for strike one. Colin Ringring. Is your hitter from the right side, the second baseman for this Buccaneers squad. Number seven in the state in all classifications. Out of Hoover, Alabama. Here's the 0-1. Waved at and missed. Nice pitch by Caleb Maxwell going up top with a slider. Nothing and two to the Hoover middle infielder. Blache at second base. Devin Lee at first base. Nobody out here in the top of the second inning. Here's the pitch. Gets away from Mason, runs it down. He's going to go to second base, and he is out! Devin Lee caught stealing second. Down to third base goes Mason Blaché as Silas Mason was able to block that one up, get to it about 10 feet to his right, ran it down with the late jump that Devin Lee got. Mason Bl uh, Silas Mason, that is, picks him off at second base. Hoover does have a runner at third now. What an important first out. Maxwell, the righty from the stretch, delivers. Fouled off to the right side of the screen. Tried the inside corner. Couldn't get it past Ringrid. One out on the caught stealing. Auburn defense at normal depth will give up. The run for a ground ball chopped over to Maxwell. He's going to field it, but nobody covering first base as Tanner Waldrop came to his right, thinking he was going to have a play on that one. Maxwell looked at home. Blaché had already taken off to the plate and was standing in. And then Maxwell turned to first to see nobody there. So Ring Ring works a single out of that at bat. And collects an RBI as well. Two to one Hoover leads here in the top of the second inning. One out with a runner on first base for the Bucks. Maxwell delivers the pitch in the turf 1-0. Oh. 
Auburn team trying to round the corner from a little bit of inconsistency to start the season. Getting a good jump on things last night, trying to repeat that momentum here today, or at least keep it going. Check on Ringring over at first base. Want to know the count, too. Jackson Wood, the Hoover batter. The shortstop for the Bucks. Throw back over to first base to check on Ringring. He's back safely. Want to know the count. Wood, the shortstop. From the right side, slightly closed stance for Wood. There goes Ringreen for first pitch as a ball. Throw down to second base, not in time. As Ringreen's in there with a stolen base. This Hoover team has been at pretty aggressive thus far on the base paths. That's two stolen bases already. And a caught stealing. Two and oh the count. The righty. Caleb Maxwell delivers it. Grounded up the middle and into center field base hit. Coming around third base is Ringring. He's gonna score. Cosby juggled the ball out in center for a minute, but we'll get it back in. And Jackson Wood has an RBI single. Nothing fancy about it. Just able to get on time, go right back up the middle with it. Just out of the reach of Reed Woods at second base. And Hoover leads it 3-1. to one. And now here's Camden Teague, the center fielder. One out in the top of the second inning. Auburn now finds themselves in a two-run deficit. Maxwell will check on the runner at first. And he's back in time. Camden Teague, the batter, as we mentioned, the center fielder for this Buck squad. Auburn defense, a double play depth. First pitch is flown into center field. Coming on is Connor Cosby, a running grab as he's able to come right in front of Braden Fox out there, and there are two down in the inning. Nice job by Cosby out there to take charge. That one can be tough when you got two guys covering a lot of ground to get to a ball. Nice job by Cosby, the center fielder, to take charge and haul that one in. Three to one in both runs and hits on the day. Hoover leading Auburn. And it flips the lineup over to Cade Finn, who lined out to left his first time up. First pitch gets away from Mason as that missed down. But Silas able to run, run that down as the runner on first base did not move up in Jackson Wood. Finn bats with two outs in the top of the second inning. Hoover on top of Auburn, three to one. The open stance by Cade Finn. Here's the pitch. Owned in the left field. That's going to bloop for a hit. Around second base now holding up there is Jackson Wood. Nice job by Braden Fox to get to that one and get it in quickly. But a runner now in scoring position for the Bucks as Finn picks up the blue pit to left field. 
lot of room bent down that left field line. I think it looks even bigger with the fairly substantial amount of foul territory at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. First pitch now to Cade Carr, who grounded out to second his first time up. Is a called strike one. Three-one Hoover leads it. We're in the top of the second inning. Two outs. Four hits for Hoover, one for Auburn thus far. Caleb Maxwell, the hurler for the Tigers. Both runners go at the pitch in the dirt. Throw down to third base. He's out. Silas Mason throws out two runners. And that's how that one will end. So Hoover does pick up three runs on four hits, but Auburn out of it, still very much alive in this one, headed to the bottom of the second inning. Hoover on top of Auburn, 3-1. to one. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. NMLS number 403461. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 3-1 to Hoover on top of Auburn. As we get set for baseball, here in the bottom of the second inning, it'll be Michael Daniel. Picked up his second home run of the year last night on a missile to left center field. From the right side, Daniel will bat. The first pitch by Tyler Wilson is down and out for a ball one. A lot of SEC talent on this field today. Tyler Wilson, one of those, the Auburn commit, comes home to Michael Daniel. He'll face his future teammate on deck in Tanner Waldrop. Here's the 2-0 pitch in there for a called strike one, and it's 2-1 to the Auburn right fielder. One pitch misses out, and it's three and one. Here's the three-one pitch. A call, generous strike call on the outer half, and it'll run it full. Wilson may have gotten the benefit of the doubt there. But nothing Daniel can't come back from. The three-two pitch misses down. And Michael works a walk. So the leadoff runner is on for Auburn for the first time today. And now here's the battle of the future orange and blue Auburn Tigers. Tanner Waldrop 
will bat from the left side against Tyler Wilson. Righty pitcher against lefty hitter. First pitch. I believe it was called a strike. May have been called a ball, actually. May have been saying it was off the plate. That was for sure a strike, and that was no that was nowhere close. <laughs> okay, so one and one nonetheless. One one count to Waldrop. My goodness gracious. Waldrop slides out of the way of one that apparently hit the inside corner for strike two. Daniel down at first base. Here's the one-two to Waldrop. Swung on, and that's a base hit into right field. Around second base goes Michael Daniel. Heading to third base, he'll stand in as the throw is cut off, and Auburn's in business in the bottom of the second. Tanner Waldrop gets the better of his future teammate. And it'll give Reed Wood a chance to hit with a runner down at third and first. Reed, a 257 hitter coming into the weekend. Two doubles on nine hits, five RBIs for the senior second baseman. Wilson will work from the stretch. Waldrop at first, Daniel at third. Woods bunts, and a good one to first base. They'll have no play at home. Reed Woods delivers the sacrifice bunt to get the run home, and it's 3-2. to two. So a nice piece of hitting or bunting by Reed Woods as he lays down the sacrifice bunt for an RBI. Michael Daniel had thought about slowing up, and then once he saw the ball was still on the grass and the first baseman coming to get it, took off towards home. First baseman thought about coming home, but did not. Here's Seth Payne, the DH, grounds it on the infield over to short, and he runs it out. He's safe at first base. Moving to third on the play, Tanner Waldrop with some good base running. Hoover shortstop, Cade Excuse me, Jackson Wood, that is, out there. Had to go to his right to grab it. Not very hard hit. It got underneath the glove of Mason Blache over there at third. And Seth Payne, who runs well, beats it out. Runners remain on the corners. One out. Pitch to Silas Mason. Breaking ball out of beauty on the outer half for strike one. Oh, and one to count to the Auburn catcher. Close stance. There's a base hit up the middle, and the Tigers have tied it here at the bottom of the second. Seth Payne gets into second base on the throw from the center fielder, Camden Teague. Payne held up on a line drive through the infield. That got to Teague pretty quickly out of the outfield, but Payne able to run through it and get down to second before the throw comes in. So just like that, Auburn has tied it back up in the bottom of the second inning. Bottom of the lineup doing good work with a sack bunt from Reed Woods. Seth Payne with a single on the infield. And then Silas Mason brings it right back where it came from with a single up the middle. So that flips the lineup, and Connor Cosby will get another wrap. Now the game is tied. Runner in scoring position in the first pitch to Cosby. 
is a strike on the outside half. Boy, that's a... It is an outside shifted strike zone today. At times. 0-1 pitch to Cosby fouled to the back screen. Jace Norton awaits on deck. He tripled in his first at bat. Tigers trying to take the lead here in the bottom of the second on Tyler Wilson. 0-2 home misses high and out, and it's 1-2. and two. Payne at second. Mason at first. Pitch to Cosby's popped up. Shortstop underneath this one. Jackson Wood hauls that one in for out number two, and it'll be up to Jason Norton. Connor with a fairly quiet weekend thus far. Did have a couple of hits in two games yesterday. Certainly think a senior outfielder will turn it on at some point this season. The first pitch to Jace Norton is a breaking ball that slides right down the middle. Jace may have wanted that one back. I think he was looking fastball on the first pitch. 0-1 by Wilson, who works quickly. Curveball misses up, and it's 1-1. One and one. Runners at first and second today for the Tigers. Tommy Carter, your head skipper once again today. Matt Simo unavailable for the Tigers. 1-1 one, one pitch, fouled right back. He was on it. So he'll see another one from Tyler Wilson on a 1-2 pitch. Three hits, excuse me, three runs apiece. Four hits apiece for these squads here in the bottom of the second. Here's a pitch from Wilson. Chopped on the infield over to third base. Blaché has it. He's in there safely. All runners safe as Seth Payne takes off from second base. Mason Blaché grabbed it, went to tag the bag, and right behind him, Seth Payne slid in there before he could get his foot on it. That is going to be scored a base hit by Jace Norton as Seth Payne beats it out to third. So the bases are loaded now for Henry Allen and a big chance for this Tiger offense. First pitch to him. Beauty of a curveball that drops in for strike one. Norton reaches on a chopper to third. 0-1 pitch is fouled back to the screen. O2. To Henry Allen is due. Here it is on the outer half, strike three, and Henry Allen goes down looking with the bases loaded, but not before Auburn does get two runs back in that inning. We're all knotted up at three after two. We head to the top of the third. Hoover and Auburn deadlocked at three. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. 
Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gouchecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 3-3, three three, your score. Auburn gets two back in the bottom of the second inning and deadlocks this thing up against the Hoover Buccaneers as we pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 96.3 W. Lee, WGZZ, HD2, Waverly, and W242 AX, Auburn, Opelika. 96.3 W. Lee. Third inning of work for Caleb Maxwell, and he starts it off with a hit to right field. By Cade Carr, the catcher. So Carr reaches on the first pitch of the inning. Just about everything even up there on the scoreboard. Three runs, five hits, no errors for both squads. And it'll be Andrew Pitts who struck out looking his first time. Carr ended that last inning as the batter. The caught stealing ends his at-bat. And he'll turn over the lineup. There's a base hit on the second pitch of the inning into left field just like that. Hoover threatening again with runners at first and second. So Pitts at first base. And a runner down at second for the Hoover Buccaneers, and it'll be R.J. Hamilton, the designated hitter. Walked his first time up, stole second, and then came around to score on the Mason Blanche single. Hamilton squares to bunt, and a beauty takes off towards first. Fielding and throwing his maximum and over the head of the first baseman, Waldrop. Scoring on the play will be Carr, and runners now will be at second and third for Hoover, and that'll be the first error of the game. Caleb Maxwell fielded that off the mound, but the throw to first was high and scored it down the right field line. So Auburn does some work to get back tied, but within a few pitches of this inning, already 4-3 to three and Hoover threatening. Mason Blaschet will be the batter now. Singled his first time up, came around to score. First pitch to him, misses outside, and it's 1-0. Pitts at third base. R.J. Hamilton 
advances to second on the error. Here's the 1-0, lined in the right field and a base hit the other way. Around third goes Hamilton. No, he'll be stopped up as the throw is cut off by Tanner Waldrop. Pitts does score, though, making it 5-3. So Hoover keeps the train rolling. Every Hoover batter this inning thus far has swung and put a ball in play on the first or second pitch of the at-bat. So very few pitches being thrown right now by Maxwell in this inning. Hoover just doing a good job of hitting it where they ain't. Devin Lee is the batter, the first baseman. Walked his first time up and was forced out. Five three, your score. First pitch due to Devin Lee from Caleb Maxwell. R.J. Hamilton down at third. Runner over at first. Takes off for second. He'll be in safely as Auburn chooses not to throw down with Hamilton at third. Pitch is a ball. One and oh, the count. Maxwell in some trouble. Trying to work out of this jam. Maxwell, the senior righty from the stretch. Auburn looking for an out anywhere they can get it. 1-0, misses down, 2-0. Auburn was down 8-1 in the bottom of the third inning last night against Hartzell in game one. Came all the way back with four in the third, one in the fifth, one in the sixth, four in the seventh to win that game 11-9. 2-0 pitch, catches the outside corner. For strike one, two and one to count now to Devin Lee, the first baseman. Lee, the power bat from the right side. Two and one to count. Maxwell peers back at second and delivers the two-one pitch. Another beauty on the outside corner, and it's two and two. Nice job by Silas Mason to frame that one. Don't think it missed, but was certainly on the black. Count even at two and two. Maxwell looking for the first out of the inning, and that'll get it done. Caleb Maxwell strikes out Devin Lee on the slider in the dirt. Takes a swing and a miss, and there's one down. So that'll help. One down. Runners remain at second and third. Colin Ringring, the second baseman who singled, stole a base, and came around to score his first time up. We'll get a chance here with runners at second and third and one down. Hoover on top of Auburn, five to three. Seven hits for Hoover, five for Auburn. One error has helped the Bucks score a run. Ring Ring looked like he went as he squared around a bunt. Auburn will not check it, and... Well, now they will, but it'll be to the infield umpire who stands at a very bad angle to see if he actually did go or not. Standing at second base. Again, only two umpires in the field today. Maxwell's 1-0 pitch misses outside 2-0. 
point. I know it's necessary for labor shortage or anything you want to call it, but it is a different ball game when a field umpire has to call every base. 2-0 pitch misses up and out. It's 3-0. Much rather have a guy at first base. That's right on top of plays over there. And that you can check right-handed batters. Got to play with what you got. 3-0 pitch, not even close from Caleb Maxwell. And the bases are loaded with one down in the inning for Jackson Wood. Hamilton at third, Blachet at second, Ringring now at first base, and here comes Tommy Carter out of the Auburn High School bullpen. Out of the dugout, that is. Carter makes the long stroll out to the mound. This may be all for Caleb Maxwell. Carter chatting with his Senior now, Hoover on top of Auburn, 5-3. to three. One out in the top of the third inning. Seven hits for Hoover, five for Auburn. And that will be all for Caleb Maxwell. The senior goes two and a third innings, five runs on seven hits. He struck out two, and he walked three today. Committed an, a throwing error that helped Hoover bring the run around earlier in this inning, also responsible for the runners on second and third. 5-3 Hoover leads Auburn and threatening here in the bottom of the third inning. We'll take a break and get you your numbers on your new pitcher when we come back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers but you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. The Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. Are you ready for a great deal? A money-saving party! The Car Stereo Shop is the place where you'll find the best in car audio and custom installations for your car, truck, or SUV. And we've got what you need to customize all of your toys, too. We specialize in complete audio systems for ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, and more. And if you want to be the loudest in the area, check out our custom tops from ProBox right now at The Car Stereo Shop, 1914 Opelika Road in Auburn. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Call to the bullpen for the Auburn High School Tigers. It'll be Peyton Etheridge, the junior pitcher, who also saw action last night. 315 ERA in six appearances, no record. Seven and two-thirds innings pitch, five hits, three runs, all three of them earned. Nine walks, seven strikeouts, and 35 batters. Faced opponents reaching base at a 429 clip. Two wild pitches, one hit batsman on the year for Peyton Etheridge. Etheridge called on to get Auburn out of a jam here. Runners at second and third. Hoover threatening. Check that. Base is loaded now after the walk to Colin Ringring. 
So Jackson Wood, the shortstop, will be the batter. He singled his first time up but was caught stealing, going from second to third. Silas Mason has already thrown out two runners on the base pass today. Etheridge's first pitch misses high and up to Jackson Wood. 1-0 the count. Hoover trying to lengthen this two-run lead here in the top of the third inning. Auburn trying to leave it right there. Auburn infield. Now the middle infield at double play depth. Corners will come home. Ball in the dirt. Oh, man, and that was stopped by the runner down at second base. Yeah, Etheridge had stepped off the mound to throw back to second. Back to the bag was Blanchet. Hamilton, I was shocked, didn't go home as the ball caromed off of Blanchet and kind of stayed right there for Norton, who had to take a second to find it. 1-0 to Wood. Reached out and popped into right field. Coming on is Michael Daniel. He's under it. He's got it. Hamilton will bluff home. There will be no play. Hamilton back to third base, and the Tigers are an out away from getting out of a major jam. Strong throw in by Michael Daniel. Was right on the money to Silas Mason. R.J. Hamilton does run really well. Hard to throw him out at the plate, but he chooses not to go. And it'll give Camden Teague a chance with two outs. First pitch two and misses out for ball one. One other count. Teague, the center fielder, flew out to his counterpart, Connor Cosby, last time up. Pitch two and fouled back to the screen. It's one and one. There's moments in the game where you look back when you're done with it, and a lot of times in a close game you can say that's where the momentum shifted. Auburn got two runs in the bottom of the second inning. Keep the game at bay. Hoover is answered with two here, but Auburn trying to keep him off the board for more. 1-1 one, one pitch, a curveball misses high, and it's 2-1. and one. Teague, the center fielder, bats from the left side. Where's number six? Two and one the count. Etheridge comes home, misses inside, and it's 3-1. Don't want to give him a freebie. Got to come after him here on 3-1. Is the nine-hole hitter, but last night Auburn saw landed Blackwood for the Hartzell Tigers go long on him from the nine spot. 3-1 pitch, curveball missed is the inside corner. And that'll be a walk and a run as R.J. Hamilton will come home to score. Give Teague a walk and an RBI. And it'll be Cade Finn, the left fielder, who has lined to left and singled in his first two at-bats today. Six runs on seven hits, no errors for Hoover. Three runs on five hits, one error for the Auburn Tigers as we play in the top of the third inning. This is Auburn High School Baseball. 
Two down bases loaded for the Bucks. Tigers trying to work out of a jam with already three runs across. First pitch swung on and missed by Cade Finn. A nice pitch by Etheridge that dives down on the outer half of the strike zone. Etheridge, their junior righty, looks in from the stretch. Closed off stretch he is. Fires the 0-1 pitch. Fastball misses out and up. Looking ahead for Hoover. They'll have Bingham this upcoming week out of Utah coming in to see him. This team playing a lot of West Coast teams this year. One and one the count. Here is Etheridge's piss. Misses outside. And it's two and one. They'll get Moody on Wednesday. Houston High out of Germantown, Tennessee on Thursday. Then a doubleheader Friday. As Etheridge delivers a 2-1, it skips up there, and a run's going to score. Silas Mason not able to get a body on that one. Hoover moves up a couple of bases as well. Mason Blache around the bases scores, and it's 7-3. Ring ring over to third, Teague to second. First base now open. And a 3-1 count due to left fielder Cade Finn. Hoover will have Orange Lutheran out of Orange County, California, come in on Friday. 3-1 pitch. Oh, and a generous strike call there as that one dances just off of the black it looked like from up here. But that outside zone has been there, and Etheridge pounds it. So 3-2 the count now to Cade Finn. Full count pitch on the way. Swing and a miss by Finn, and the left fielder is retired with runners still in scoring position. But the Hoover threat comes through four runs on three hits and an error in the top of the third inning. Two left on. We head to the bottom of the third inning. Auburn down four, needs a couple of runs on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Gory's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams, but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gory's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day, or delivery is available. Gory's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gory's Furniture Express, your express way to saving. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. 
the Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 7-3, Hoover on top of the Auburn Tigers as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Seven runs on seven hits, no errors for the Buccaneers. Three runs on five hits and one fairly costly error there in the third inning for the Auburn Tigers. And it'll be Braden Fox, the cleanup man, to start things off. Here in the bottom of the third inning, Braden flew out to left his first time up, a two th- or a 350 hitter. No home runs, two doubles on the season for Braden. Eight RBIs on seven hits. Braden is reaching base at an impressive 480 clip on the year. Pitch to him is fouled to the backside. 12th game he has appeared in this season. 0-1 pitch misses, and it's 1-1. New pitcher on the mound for the Hoover Buccaneers, by the way. One one pitch misses out, and that's two and one. Two and one to count. Stretch and the delivery, and Braden Fox swings through a high fastball. Zach McGarry, your new pitcher for McGinney, that is. New pitcher for the Hoover Buccaneers. McGarrity where it's number 15. And a righty delivers the 2-2 pitch home, and Fox watches that one roll outside for ball three. So a full count pitch to the leadoff spot in the bottom of the third inning. Brayton Fox, the four-hole hitter. Full count pitch. Watches one just off the plate outside, and there's a walk to begin the third inning for Auburn. That's a dangerous pitch to take today. The fastball just off the plate on the outer half. There's been there. The strike has been there, that is. So Fox works the walk, and Michael Daniel will stand in. Walked his first time up and came around to score. Takes a first pitch from McGarity. High for ball one. Waldrop will be next, followed by Reed Woods. 1-0 pitch, misses up. 2-0. Michael Daniel came into this weekend. 450 hitter in 10 games played. 29 plate appearances, one home run, two well, one home run, one double, and one triple. Picked up a double and a home run throughout the day yesterday. So bump those statistics up. 2-0 and oh the count on Michael Daniel. Fox down at first base. Pitch to him. Hits the outside half. It's 2-1. and one. Strike zone continues to grow a little bit on the outside corner. 2-1 pitch. Misses up to Michael Daniel in his 3-1. McGarity's misses thus far have been up.
3-1, chopped on the infield. Making the play is Jackson Wood. Goes to second base, and the throw gets away. Runners will stay at first and second. I believe that may be a hit. I believe that will be given a hit there. Yes, it will. Braden Fox able to scurry into second base. Michael Daniel, yeah, hit that to Jackson Wood out at shortstop. He had to go to his right and throw across his body to get him. Was going to be a tough play. First pitch to Tanner Waldrop. Tried to sneak it down that first base line, but fouls it off. Auburn in business here in the bottom of the third inning. Runners at first and second. This is where you saw the Tigers start to show that fight last night. Picked up four runs in the bottom of the third inning to draw that game back to three, an 8-5 to five ball game it was at the time. Tigers eventually came all the way back to win it. 11-9, then won that second game 4-3, thanks to this guy right here, Tanner Waldrop, who singled to bring home Henry Allen. Oh, one pitch, waved at and missed. A strike called. I'm not sure if they called that a foul ball. No, they didn't. They'll say Waldrop swung and missed. No, they won't. Now we'll get a foul tip, and they'll say Braden Fox has to go back and Tommy Carter out to argue with the home plate umpire. So now the umpires will chat. Don't know how much of a help this is going to be for changing the call. Yeah, as neither of them see anything, so Braden Fox will have to trot back down to second base. They say Waldrop foul-tipped it at the plate. Hard to know for sure. Didn't hear anything that sounded like a bat on ball, but I'm not right on it either. But it is 0-2 to Tanner Waldrop. McGarrity's pitch to the backstop, and runners will move up anyways. How about that? So instead of runners on the corners in 0-2, it's going to be runners at second and third, and 1-2 and to Tanner Waldrop. Auburn in some business. 7-3 Hoover, runners in scoring position, and Tanner Waldrop the batter. McGarrity the righty from the stretch. Delivers a 1-2 pitch. This is flown into deep right center field. Going back on it is the center fielder. Still going back on it. That's over his head up against the wall. Tanner around second base. Around third goes Daniel. He will score. There's two runs. Waldrop coming to the dish. Here's the throw home. He's in there. It's an inside the park home run. Tanner Waldrop circles the bases. And just like that, it's 7-6. to six. Center fielder Camden Teague on the run into the left center field gap. Had it go over his head. Ran into the chain link fence out there. We'll have to see if he's okay as the Hoover coaches head out to check on him. He's up on one knee out there. So you hope he's just a little rattled. It looks like he is okay as he's walking it off now. The biggest result there, though, Tanner Waldrop with an inside-the-park home run as he hit it up against that right center field fence. It went high in the air, giving him time to round first base, hit off the fence, and Camden Teague shaking up out there, unable to get to it. Right fielder Andrew Pitts had to come over and play it off of the wall and get it in the 
play at home was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. A really good throw from Pitts from right center field. But it took a hop to the catcher who had to come up and retrieve it. And Waldrop ran right behind him to slide in safety. How about that? Most exciting play in baseball, the inside the park home run by Tanner Waldrop. He's two for two on the day. And just like that, we got a ball game again. Fox and Daniel also come around to score on the home run. They'll start the inning over again, but with a little bit different score. Seven to six, your score now. You have Tanner Waldrop, a tally in the long ball column. That one, how about this? That's Tanner Waldrop's first home run of the season. And it's an inside-the-park home run. That'll bring up Reed Woods. First pitch from McGarrity misses down and in to the Auburn second baseman. Boy, what a fun play. 1-0 pitch cued over to second base. Vacuuming it up over there is Ring Ring and tossing it to first for the out. And there's one down. So Woods grounds out. And it'll bring up Seth Payne, one for one on the day. Reached on an infield single last time up. McGarity works quickly, and Seth chops this one back up the middle. Nice play by Ring Ring. Throws on to first, but he's not in time to get the speedy Seth Payne as the throw pulled the first baseman off the back. Believe that's going to be a hit as that one came off of the glove of McGarity into the possession of Ring Ring out at second base. He was kind of running towards the second base bat, had to make a tough throw. And Payne, who runs really well, beats it out. So two hits on the day for Seth Payne. And here is Silas Mason. The Auburn backstop takes a first pitch strike on the outer half for an 0-1 count. One down runner at first base. Auburn already with three aboard, three runs aboard in this inning. Mason lines that one into left field, but right at the left fielder, Cade Finn, who's able to corral it for out number two. It'll be Connor Cosby, the right fielder, who was struck out and popped up on the day. Tying, ran at, tying run at first. Cosby represents the go-ahead run. He fouls the first pitch he sees down the left field line. With an 0-1 count now, McGarity works very quickly, almost as soon as the Auburn hitters have stepped into the box. He comes home with the pitch. Here he is again. Works very quickly. Pitch is a ball. Throw down to second base. Not in time to get the running Seth Payne. Yeah, Payne had taken it off from first base. And the pitch was a ball low. The throw down to second base, not in time to get him. So Seth Payne with a stolen base. And now the tying run is in scoring position. Cosby do a 1-1 pitch. Here it is. Misses out and down. Two and one now the count. Base hit could tie this thing up with the speed of Seth Payne. Cosby looking for his third hit of the weekend. 2-1 pitch. Flown into center field. Going back on it. It's a center fielder. It's over his head. That'll tie the ball game. Payne will trot home. Connor Cosby into second base with a double.
Four runs in game one yesterday in the bottom of the third inning to get closer. Four runs in the third inning today by this Auburn squad to tie the game back up. How about that? Connor Cosby comes through with an RBI double. And we start it over right back where it came from. Nothing, nothing. Two outs in a 7-7 ball game. Jace Norton will bat from the right side. The shortstop takes the first pitch right down Broadway for strike one. Owen one to Jace Norton, who tripled back in the first inning and singled in the second on an infield chopper. Fouls the 0-1 pitch behind the Hoover dugout. Nothing in two, two down in the bottom of the third inning. A three-run inside the park home run by Tanner Waldrop and an RBI double with two outs by Connor Cosby have tied this thing back up. 0-2 pitch, slider that misses out. Odd delivery from Zach McGarity from the stretch. Wine looks fairly normal. But from the stretch, almost delivers it from his ear when he comes through. One-two pitch is fouled back to the screen. One-two count. Jace Norton, the batter batting from the right side. A go-ahead run down at second base, bottom of the third inning. Fouls the one-two pitch toward the Buccaneer dugout. And we'll do the one-two once again. Seven runs on seven hits for Hoover. Seven runs on nine hits for Auburn. See if they can make it eight on ten hits here. Not going to do it as McGarity. Fires the one-two pitch right by Jason Norton, who watches it go on the inside half for strike three. But the damage is done. Auburn scores four runs on four hits in the inning. No errors by the Hoover Buccaneers, and they take a tie ball game into the top of the fourth inning. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories, to professional printing, to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes, or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Now a four-inning game among us here as score is knotted back up at seven. Auburn and Hoover playing in the top of the fourth inning. Auburn was able to come back with four of their own in the bottom of the third after Hoover put up a far spot, a four spot 
in the top of the third. The big hits a Tanner Waldrop inside the park home run. Scoring Braden Fox and Michael Daniel as well. And then a Connor Cosby double over the head of the center fielder, Camden Teague, to score Seth Payne. It'll be the second inning of work from Peyton Etheridge to take on the Buccaneer lineup, beginning with Cade Carr, the catcher, who takes a ball one on the first pitch, and it's 1-0. Carr led off last inning with a single as the Bucks batted around. 1-0 pitch, grounded on the infield. Going to be a tough play for Norton. He's able to make the diving snag, but not going to be in time to throw out Cade Carr. Another infield single by Cade Carr. We'll get a pinch runner now. Number 19 will come in to run for Cade Carr. As Andrew Pitts will be the batter. A.J. Law will be the batter. K.J. Law, that is, will be the batter. Will be the pinch runner. Andrew Pitts will be the batter. Singled his last time up. And the pickoff throw over to first is over the head of Tanner Waldrop. Law down to second base now. And another error by this Auburn pitching staff. First one earlier today by Caleb Maxwell on a bunt attempt. That one thrown over the head of Waldrop by Etheridge. So a runner down at second base now. First pitch due to Andrew Pitts. Just like that. A leadoff, essentially a leadoff double for Hoover with a runner on second base. First pitch misses outside for ball one. Told you Pitts singled his last time up. Struck out looking in the first inning. Hoover went down 1-2-3 in that first inning, but since then have sent seven and nine batters to the plate in the last two innings as Pitts fouls back the 1-0. Etheridge with a clean inning last night. Working in his second straight day, the 1-1 pitch. Coming home to Pitts. Pitts squares around, shows bunt, and now Etheridge will step off the mound and will redo it. Hoofer might be, I don't know if they missed a sign down here or something. <laughs> We'll give you an update on it in just a moment. And now they're going to call, oh goodness, they'll call a balk on Peyton Etheridge. They're going to say Etheridge may have flinched before starting his motion. So down to third base goes Law. Runner on third, nobody out. Here at the top of the fourth inning, Hoover threatening to take the lead back here. Swing and a miss by Andrew Pitts on the 1-1 pitch. Head coach Adam Mosley down there at third base. The 1-2 pitch skips up there to Mason. That hit Andrew Pitts, though. 
So the one-two pitch goes by the wayside, but K.J. Law, who was going to score on that play, will have to retreat to third base. So for the time, the game stays tied. Law at third, Pitts at first. It'll be R.J. Hamilton, who has walked and then reached on the error back in the third inning by Caleb Maxwell. Here's the first pitch to him. Big cut and a miss. It's nothing in one. Runners on the corners for Hoover. We've played three innings. This Hoover and Auburn squads have gone back and forth. Nothing in the first for Hoover. One in the first for Auburn. Three for Hoover. Two, in Al two for Auburn in the second inning as the 0-1 pitch misses down low to Hamilton. And then both teams pick up a four spot in the third inning. And this one is tied. Eight hits for Hoover, nine for Auburn. Difference in the game really thus far has been the errors. Auburn could be up a couple of runs. Here's a 1-1 pitch grounded on the infield and through. That'll score a run in Law coming home from third base, and it'll move everybody up one base. Hamilton at first pits will move to second base as R.J. Hamilton picks up his first hit of the day. So Hoover reclaims the lead in the top of the fourth inning, and now it'll be Mason Blache, who is singled twice today at the dish. Pitts and Hamilton, the base runners occupying second and first, respectively. First pitch by Etheridge, big swinger that drops in for strike one. Don't forget game two today. For the Auburn Tigers, that is, as the 0-1 pitch is fouled over the Hoover dugout. Hoover and Dothan will get started right after this one. And then at around 4.30, we're expecting maybe a little later than that, depending on how late that second game goes. In game three of today's tournament, it'll be Auburn and Dothan. We'll have the action for you right here on WLE 96.3. This 0-2 pitch is fouled. Over to the Hoover dugout again and out of play. Silas Mason came over to give it a look. Hoover has taken a two-run lead and then a four-run lead today, but Auburn has come back both times, and now they take a one-run lead here in the top of the fourth at least. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Fouled back again, and it'll be a nothing and two count for the fourth straight pitch to Mason Blaschet. Actually, for the third straight pitch, it'll be a nothing and two count. But three foul balls in a row here by Blaschet, who's working Etheridge's pitch count up. 0 and 2 the count. Blaschet crowds that plate. Etheridge checks the runner at second, now delivers a fastball that misses out for ball one. Pretty good speed on the base pass for Hoover. Pitts down at second base. Hamilton, who runs really well at first base. One, two, the count from Etheridge. Here's the curveball, misses high. Mason has to go up to retrieve it, and it's two and two.
Eight runs on nine hits for Hoover. No errors for the Buccaneers defense. For Auburn, seven runs on nine hits. Two errors for the Tiger defense today. Has really left Hoover in this one. Left them in the lead of this one, that is. 2-2 pitch. Here it is. Blocked by Mason. Going about halfway to third base is Pitts, but he's going to scurry back to the bag as Mason popped out of his crouch with the ball. So the count will run full. Good at bat here by Mason Blaschet after going down 0-2. Auburn defense at normal depth looking for two on a ground ball. Full count pitch. Popped up. Reed Woods looking back at it. Coming on now is Michael Daniel to make the play. Right behind him. I don't think Reed Woods ever saw that ball go up. The outfield had to come in and help him out. Michael Daniel out there. In right field, I believe, with the shades on, was able to make that grab. So one out, no advancement by the runners as Michael Daniel was able to come up and make the grab just shy of the infield. And there's one down in the inning for Devin Lee, who struck out his last time up. Pitch two, a big swing and a miss on the curveball. Strike one. Lee walked his first time up in the top of the second inning. Was retired on a fielder's choice as he moved to second base. And then had that strikeout in the third inning. 0-1 pitch by Etheridge. Oh, there's a breaking ball that hits the inside half for strike two. Beauty of a pitch there by Etheridge as it had Devin Lee leaning out of the way of that one. And it hooked back in. O2 the count. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss by Devin Lee, and Etheridge sets down his second strikeout of the day. So a nice job by Etheridge to come back after a shaky start to this inning. Only one run across thus far. Etheridge trying to keep it that way as Colin Ringwing will be the batter. Second baseman wearing number four has singled, stole a base, and walked today. Came around to score back in the second inning. He watches the first pitch run outside from Peyton Etheridge. Auburn one out away from getting out of this one with only one run across. Pitch to Ringring. Foul back to the screen. It's one and one. Peyton Etheridge, a clean inning last night, able to come on today once again. And thus far, has already worked one inning. Trying to work the Tigers out of a second straight one. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Inside. Ooh, man, just missed that inside corner. Ring Ring kind of leaned in almost to that one. And had it go right under his belt. For ball two. A couple of these Hoover hitters, really a couple of the Auburn hitters as well for that matter. But a couple of these Hoover hitters right on top of that plate. Ringery no different as he 
Stands in right at the line and then has his hands pressed forward just a tad. Grounded on the infield over to Henry Allen. He'll go the short way to second base, and the Tigers are out of the inning. One run on two hits. One error in the inning that does come back to haunt Auburn, though, and Hoover takes a one-run lead once again. 8-7, Hoover on top of Auburn. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 8-7 Hoover on top of the Auburn Tigers here in the bottom of the fourth inning. As Auburn High gets set for its fourth go-round, it'll be a new pitcher for the Hoover Buccaneers. Number seven, Samuel Schmidt on as he relieves Zach McGarity, who went one inning, gave up four runs on four hits. Samuel Schmidt, the righty, a Troy commit that Auburn gets ready to face here in the bottom of the fourth. And the first beneficiary of him, it'll be Henry Allen, the third baseman for the Tigers. Grounded out to short in the first and struck out in the second inning. First pitch to him is called a strike on the outer half. Here's the 0-1. Fouled back, and it's nothing in too quickly. Henry Allen came into this weekend hitting 4-0-4, five home runs, six doubles, one triple. 19 total hits for the junior third baseman. Here's the 0-2. Swung on and foul tipped back to the screen once again. We'll stay at nothing in two. pitch. Cut on, fouled again right into my truck's windshield behind us. (laughs) And it'll remain nothing in two. Pitch home. Fouled back again. Henry on this one. Just can't barrel it up. Hit three foul balls right behind us. Big hole up the middle if Henry can find it. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Oh, it hit him in the helmet. That's what you wear it for. Allen will trot down to first base. Probably fairly shaken up after that one, but that's why you wear the hard hat, folks. So Allen is aboard to start the fourth inning. 
as he wears the 0-2 pitch from Samuel Schmidt. That's what you get for hitting my truck, Henry. <laughs> Braden Fox will be the batter, the cleanup man, with Allen down at first base. First pitch to him is bunted foul behind us. Braden couldn't get the barrel down on it. Wonder if Auburn is trying to bunt for a hit there. As Fox didn't square until the pitch was coming home, he will swing away this time and swing through a fastball up and out, 0-2 the count. Eight seven Hoover on top of Auburn. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Fox, and he's down swinging on three straight pitches. Fastball off the outside corner, tailing away from the Auburn cleanup man, and he couldn't catch up. The one down. Here's Michael Daniel, who walked in the second inning, and then singled in the third, and came around to score on that Tanner Waldrop inside the park home run. First pitch to him, right down Main Street for strike one. Allen at first base, not blazing speed, but good speed out there for the Tigers. Pitch two, Michael Daniel misses out for ball one. One-one pitch to Michael Daniel. Strike on the outer half, and it's one and two. Tanner Waldrop would be the next batter if Michael Daniel could stay out of a double play here. Throw over to first base to check on Allen. He's back safely. Here's a 1-2 pitch to Daniel Cut on and missed strike three. And there are two down in the inning as we pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 96.3 W. Lee, WGZZ, HD2, Waverly, and W242 AX, Auburn, Opelika. 96.3 W. Lee. Tanner Waldrop with the only home run of the day, but it didn't even leave the ballpark. And inside the park, or last time up, he bats from the left side and takes the first pitch for ball one, and then swings at the second pitch and lines it up the middle. That's a base hit. Waldrop is three for three on the day with a single back in the second inning as well. And the Tigers have a runner in scoring position now in Henry Allen. Second baseman Reed Woods will be the batter now. Grounded out in the third. Laid down an RBI sacrifice bunt in the second inning. Can Auburn continue this string of two-out hitting that they've put together over the past two days now? Saw it yesterday against Hartzell in both games. Saw it here today with the Connor Cosby ringing double past the center fielder. Here is a first pitch to Reed Woods, fouled back behind the Hoover fans over here all right. Good crowd out today, a couple hundred Folks at the ballpark on a gorgeous afternoon for baseball. 0-1 pitch. Here it is. Misses low, and it's a 1-1 count. 
Two ducks on the pond, first and second base. Waldrop and Allen, respectively. 1-1 one, one pitch due to the Auburn second baseman. Reed Woods misses outside, and it's 2-1. Reed, not a power bat, 257, two doubles on the season. Five RBIs on nine hits. 2-1 pitch. They'll say he did not go. Reed Woods gets away with one there. <laughs> In this broadcaster's opinion, looked like he had uh, been sorted up by Samuel Schmidt. But Auburn gets the benefit of the call. 3-1 now, the count. Reed Woods with a hitter's count. Here's the pitch, curveball that drops into the outside corner for strike two, and it's full. So the runners will be off with the pitch if Reed can find a gap somewhere. Here is the pitch, curveball. I guess Nick the outside corner. Reed Woods down on strikes, and that'll take us to the top of the fifth inning. Looked a little out from up here, but I don't get paid to call those games. I just get paid to tell you what's happening with it. 8-7, Hoover on top of Auburn. We head to the top of the fifth inning on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want. Or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Beginning here for the Auburn defense. Hoover on top 8-7 to seven as we head to the top of the fifth inning. Auburn not able to answer there on the bottom of the fourth. So it'll be the third inning of work for Peyton Etheridge against the 7-8-9 batters. Check that. It'll be the 8-9-1 batters, actually. Jackson Wood will get us going. Shortstop singled and flew out to right field in his first two at-bats today. First pitch from Etheridge in this inning drops in for a strike one. We'll take a couple of looks around the country in the sporting world today in just a moment as the 0-1 pitch is outside. 1-1 one one the count on Jackson Wood for the Buccaneers at the plate. Here's a 1-1 pitch fouled over the Hoover dugout. It'll be 1-2, and two, Texas A&M and Tennessee. And SEC baseball will get us going today. That one just underway. No score in the top of the first inning. Arkansas, who 
went into Baton Rouge last night and handled the number one LSU Tigers. We'll get a chance to go for the series win today at Alex Box. 2-2 pitch is flown into center field right at Connor Cosby, who makes a couple of steps to his left, runs that one down, and there is one out in the inning. Tennessee took down Texas A&M last night in Knoxville to take game one of that series. Of course, you had Auburn handle Georgia last night, 6-3, that final at Plainsman. Auburn wins that series, goes for the sweep today. Important sweep for the Tigers. Trying to come back from that sweep last week at Arkansas. Chopper to the left side, foul by the batter Camden Teague, center fielder for the Hoover Bucks. This is a pinch hitter, actually. Brewer-Smith pinch hitting for Camden Teague from the right side. 1-1 one, one to him. Misses out, and it's 2-1. and one. Checking in on that A&M-Tennessee game once again, actually. That one getting going as that's part of a doubleheader in Knoxville today. That one getting going at 11 o'clock. They're in the top of the seventh in that one. 6-4, Aggies on top of Tennessee in Knoxville. Get you some other action going on today after this 3-1 pitch. That is laced down the first baseline, but foul. Delayed calls from this umpiring crew today. <laughs> Brewer-Smith, the batter, the pinch hitter for center fielder Camden Teague. Continuing to look around the SEC, Florida and Ole Miss. We'll get it going today. First game of that series will start at 2.30. This one grounded to Woods at second. He can't make the play. Fairly routine ground ball. Had to move to his right a tad and just had it tear him off of his glove right underneath his legs and he couldn't find it. So Brewer Smith is aboard on the error. Third error of the day for this Auburn defense. Now it's the left fielder, Cade Finn. One for three on the day with a line out to left, a single in the second, and then a strikeout in the third. First pitch to him misses down for ball one. Vanderbilt and Mississippi State will get going at 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central time today. If you paid attention last night, Vanderbilt dominating and then some in that opening game. Finn squares to bunt here at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Fouls it back. Runner was off with the pitch. We'll see if they choose to leave that on. Vanderbilt last night, 26-3. They get the win over Mississippi State. Two grand slams for Parker Nolan 
for the Commodores in that game. Just an insane night. Told you about Auburn and Georgia. Auburn going for the sweep today over the dogs. That one's getting started on Thursday night. 1-1 pitch. I guess he called it a ball. That one's been there all day. But this time it'll run the count to 2-1. Kentucky and Alabama will get going in Tuscaloosa at 2 o'clock Central. Wildcats pick up the win in the first game of that one, 4-3 last night. Kentucky, a 20-2 start and 4-0 in the SEC. Ranked number 23 in the country. Wildcats are playing good ball. Two-one the count to Cade Finn, runner down at first base. Runner goes, pitches a ball, throw down to second base. Norton had it. Did he get him? Yes, he did. Norton falling to his left, was able to make the stab catch and then put the tag on the runner as he went by. I think Brewer Smith and the ball arrive at the same time, and the glove was on him. Silas Mason has thrown out his third base runner of the day. And it's a 3-1 count to Cade Finn. Here's the pitch. Into left field, but under it is Braden Fox. Makes the catch going to a knee on that one, and the inning is over. Just like that, Auburn out of it in the, bop, in the top of the fifth. No runs on no hits. No one, one error that did not come back to harm Auburn in this one. We've played four and a half headed to the bottom of the fifth inning. It's Hoover eight, Auburn seven. Auburn needs a base runner. Maybe a bloop and a blast can help them take the lead in this one on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Tigers down a run looking for one or two in this inning to tie it up or take the lead here in the bottom of the fifth inning. And to get us started, it'll be Seth Payne who is singled twice on the day. First pitch here by the Hoover Hurler. Samuel Schmidt, who came on, did good work in the fourth inning. Allowed no runs on one hit. Did walk a batter on a hit by pitch as he hit Henry Allen right in the helmet. Two and O, oh, the count on Payne, who grounds it to the right, the left side once again, running it out and beating it out once again is Seth Payne. Three hits on the day, and they've all come in the exact same spot. 
getting the shortstop to move to his right. So Seth Payne runs it out, and he's aboard to lead off the inning. Silas Mason will be the batter for the Tigers as we get late into this one. Nine outs to work with for the Tigers. Immediately going is Seth Payne. A bunt out in front. Pitcher will handle and throw to first for the out, and that's a sacrifice bunt by Silas Mason. So Payne gets to second base with one down. It'll be Connor Cosby who hit an RBI double into center field last time up. Really clutch hitting by Connor Cosby there in that third inning. A two-out double gets the tying run home. Can he bring another one home here? Cosby, the left-handed batter, usual right fielder on this squad playing in center field for Cade Blue. First pitch is a strike on the outer half and another inch. 11 hits for Auburn, seven runs, eight hits, eight runs for Hoover, nine hits. But the big number up there on the scoreboard, three errors for the Tiger defense right now have put Hoover in the lead. Samuel Schmidt, the righty, delivers the 0 two pitch now. That one hit deep down the right field line, but foul. Yeah, he delivered an 0-1 pitch to Cosby, and he had fouled it back. That's the bat crack you heard a couple of pitches ago. This one a loud bat crack, but down the right field line, and there's nothing, nothing in two. Pitch to Cosby misses up and out, and it's one and two. Connor came into the weekend a 354 hitter. Four doubles, two triples. One home run as the 1-2 pitch misses outside. That one home run came on opening day. A walk-off homer to beat PCA. Two and two count due to Connor Cosby. Here it is. And strike three called about two balls outside of the black of home plate. So Connor Cosby will make the long walk back to the dugout. Visibly frustrated. And it'll be up to Jace Norton. Jace tripled back in the first inning, then singled in the second. Flew out to right in his third at bat. Now bats here with a runner down at second base in Seth Payne. Payne led off the inning with a single, was bunted over by Silas Mason. Tigers trying to get him home. 1-0 the count. Here's the pitch. Strike one. One and one. Schmidt, the righty, peers in. Dance going on at second base. Norton takes a big swing and a miss at a Frisbee curveball. And it's one and two. Auburn down to its last seven outs here. They get a run home. One, two, the count. Runner goes from second base. A called strike three on the inside corner and then some. And the strike zone is about a foot larger than it should be right now. Nonetheless, Auburn down 
and out of luck in the bottom of the fifth inning. We head on, top of the sixth inning. Hoover leading Auburn by one run. It's 8-7, to seven, Hoover, as we head to the, the top of the sixth inning. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Tigers down a run, heading to the top of the sixth inning. Hoover has scored eight on nine hits. Auburn with seven runs on 11 hits. Three errors is the big exclamation point in the ballgame right now. Auburn has committed three of them. Hoover with none. Two of those errors have allowed runs to come around and score. But Auburn still very much in the thick of it. Etheridge on, Peyton Etheridge that is, for now his fourth inning of work. He has been good at keeping the Tigers in this one today. Curveball for the first pitch is right down the middle and called a ball. one over message, Etheridge misses in. Don't want to keep harping on it, but looked a lot like that pitch to retire Jace Norton in the bottom of the fifth. 2-0, fouled at the plate. Two and one the count now. Yeah, and, and I want to keep harping on, I want to keep harping on the home plate umpire and any of the umpiring jobs going on. Tough job, but my goodness. Nonetheless, 2-1 count. Auburn trailing by one, top of the sixth inning. Etheridge shakes off one. Now getting set to come home on the 2-1 fastball inside. It'll run it to 3-1. and one. Cade Carr, the batter, by the way, the catcher for the Hoover Bucks. 3-1 pitched, bounces up there, and that's a walk to the Hoover catcher. Auburn needs to keep this lead at one. And I think Tommy Carter heard me and will come out of the bullpen, the dugout now, to have a chat with Peyton Etheridge. Carter looks back at the dugout. Seems like we may get a pitching change here. Yes, we will. As Peyton Etheridge's day 
will be done. So we'll take a break on the Auburn High School Sports Network. We'll get you the new numbers on the new pitcher coming into the ball game now. Hoover on top of Auburn, 8-7 to seven as we play in the top of the sixth inning. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want. Or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. 8-7, to seven, Hoover on top of Auburn. The runner down at first base here in the top of the sixth inning. Nobody out. As K.J. Law will come in to run for the catcher, Cade Carr, down at first base. Andrew Pitts will be the batter. And the new pitcher for the Auburn Tigers, it'll be Jackson Mangum. In seven appearances. 11.2 ERA, 1-0 on the season. Five innings pitched, nine hits, ten runs, eight of them earned, five walks, four strikeouts in 32 batters faced. Opponents reaching base at a 500 clip with one wild pitch and two hit batsmen for Jackson Mangum. Mangum checks on the runner over at first base. Jackson, the junior lefty for the Auburn Tigers came on last night gave the Tigers a couple innings checks on Law again over at first base not going anywhere quite yet got to think he will be off at some point if this at bat goes on long first pitch of the at bat by Mingham misses high and it's 1-0 Andrew Pitts struck out in the first. Singled back in the third, hit by a pitch in the fourth inning. He bats with the runner down at first base and nobody out in the top of the sixth. And Hoover up 8-7 to seven over the Auburn Tigers. Mangum throws it low over to first base on the pickoff throw. And the, for the third time today, an Auburn pitcher throws it over the head. Here's Waldrop with a throw into Law at third base. He's in there sliding as Law goes all the way around from second and slides headfirst into third base. And just like that, Hoover is threatening once again in the top of the sixth inning. That's four errors now, three of them by Auburn pitchers today throwing to first base. And all three of those errors have led to runs. Well, two of them at least. Bunt out in front. Coming home is Law. The play at the plate, and he is out. K.J. Law coming in to try and score. Silas Mason was able to get in front of the plate. Mangum came up to flip it home to him. Silas put the tag down, and K.J. Law is out at the plate, and it'll stay a one-run game. 
So just like that, the momentum changes around to Ted. R.J. Hamilton will be the batter. Pitts can't get the bunt down. Well, he can get it down, but it is ruled an out at home plate. First pitch to R.J. Hamilton's a strike one. And here's what we were talking about earlier, the play that can get you right back into the thick of it if you've lost some momentum. 0-1 to Hamilton. Swung on and driven deep into right field. Going back on it is the right fielder, Michael Daniel. He can't run after it. Around second base comes Pitts. He will cruise into third. R.J. Hamilton into second base with a double. Hamilton went the other way with that one. Got a fastball on the outer half. Drove it over the head of Daniel out in right center field. Actually almost made a terrific catch out there. But it was just packed his glove. Tigers will check on second base to see if Andrew Pitts had missed the bag coming around. They will say he did touch it. Auburn infield now will come in with runners at second and third and one out in the inning. Mason Blache will be the batter, two singles on the day, and he flew out to right field his last time up. Tigers trying to cut down the runner at home on a ground ball to the infield. Silas Mason will head out to have a chat with Mangum. Auburn defense able to get the runner, K.J. Law, coming home in that last inning, in that Last at bat, however, R.J. Hamilton takes the next pitch and drives it off the wall in right center field. But once again, Hoover threatening. Eight runs on ten hits for the Bucks. seven runs on 11 hits, and four errors today for the Tigers. Three of those, two of those errors have allowed runs to score. First pitch is in there for a called strike one. Lache has scored two runs today, both times he's been on by singles in the second and third innings. Here's Mangum's pitch. This is flown into left field. Braden Fox going to settle under that one. He'll throw it in. Should be deep enough to score the run, and it will. As coming home to score, it will be Andrew Pitts. So Mason Blache does a job and gets the runner home, and it's 9-7. to seven. A piece of hitting by Blasje just stays back on an off-speed pitch, drives it out into the glove of Fox in left field. Hoover stretches that lead out to two, and now it's Devin Lee, who has struck out his last two times up. Also walked back into second inning and was thrown out on a fielder's choice. Time called at the plate. Now Jackson Mangum will step back on the rubber. Hamilton down at second base. Likely will score on anything in the outfield grass that's not hit right at an outfielder. Pitch is driven into center field. Coming on is Cosby. He won't be able to get there. He'll come up throwing towards the plate. It'll hit off the mound, and R.J. Hamilton will score. Sliding back into first base safely as they go to check on him is Devin Lee, and it's 10-7. to
Lee had been due for a hit, and he gets one there as R.J. Hamilton circles the bases and scores the tenth run of the day for the Buccaneers. So Armour going to need some late-inning magic. It'll be Colin Ringring, the second baseman, who singled back in the second, walked in the third, and grounded out in the fourth inning. Devin Lee leads from first base. Here's the pitch to Ringring. I guess it missed. 1-0. Ringring had squared to bunt, pulled it back. Pitch was... It was really darn close if it wasn't a strike. Pinch runner comes on for the Hoover Buccaneers in number 20. Ground ball on the infield over to Henry Allen. Will come up throwing to first base, and the inning is over, but the damage is done. Two runs on two hits. One error in the inning. That error did not allow the run to score, but Hoover gets those two runs with hitting. One runner left on base that time as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Auburn needs some late magic. It's 10-7. Hoover on top of the Tigers. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Hoover 10, Auburn 7 as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. First batter for the Tigers is Henry Allen with six outs to play with. Auburn needs runs. First pitch, I guess, missed outside. 1-0. Here's a 1-0 pitch to Allen. Misses up high, and it's now 2-0 to the Auburn third baseman. The junior is grounded out, struck out, and was hit by a pitch back in the fourth inning, and he takes a 2-0 pitch low for ball three. 3-0 three the count. And the 3-0 pitch not close. So Henry Allen in four pitches is on first base. And the tying run will come to the on-deck circle. Braden Fox out of the cleanup spot will be the batter as Allen reaches base for the second time today. Fox flew out to left in the first, walked in the third, and struck out in the fourth. Swings through the first pitch from Schmidt, who's on to work his third inning for the Bucks. These Hoover pitchers work quickly. 0-1 pitch now to Fox. Misses up high, and it's 1-1. One and one. Both Zach McGarity and Samuel Schmidt have worked very quickly for the Orange and Black Buccaneers. 1-1 one, one pitch, big swing and a miss by Braden Fox. It's 1-2. and two. 
if you're looking at why Auburn is trailing today, you got to look at the errors on the board. One-two pitch cut on and missed by Fox, and that's a frustrating day for Braden. Two swinging strikeouts for Braden. Can't catch up to one right now. It'll be Michael Daniel. He'll take the first pitch high for ball one. Henry Allen down at first base for the Auburn Tigers. Hoover on top of the Tigers. 10-7 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Pitch to Daniel. Misses inside. Woo. Looked like we were going to get a strike call on that for a moment. But it does stay out. 2-0. Oh. One down in the inning. Henry Allen at first. Pitch to Daniel right down the middle for strike one. Just like we mentioned, errors have been a thorn in Auburn's side today. Pitch to Daniel, misses down and out, and it's three and one. Just find a way on base. Good things can happen. Michael Daniel trying to work a walk or a hit in a 3-1 count. Here it is. That one called a strike at the ankles. And Michael Daniel, who had tossed the bat away, will have to see a 3-2 pitch. My goodness gracious. Full count to Michael Daniel. Here it is. Swing and a miss, strike three. Michael Daniel unhappy with that strike two call, and I think he's got a point. So Tanner Waldrop will be the batter. Three for three on the day. Two singles and an inside the park home run back in the third inning. Henry Allen still down at first base. Two outs, three run deficit for the Auburn Tigers. First pitch misses up. Here's a 1-0 pitch to Waldrop, misses out, 2-0 the count. The issue I think I've got with that last call is that that hadn't been there all day, the pitch at the very bottom of the zone. If anything, it's been high and off the plate have been called. There's one that's high and off the plate that's not called a strike, 3-0. Well, that's a 3-1 count that misses the zone. Daniel would be at first, Allen at second with one down, and Tanner Waldrop up as the 3-0 pitch is in there for a called strike one. So you'd have the tying run in the box right now with one out. Instead, you still got the tying run on deck with two outs in the inning. 3-1, cut on and missed by Waldrop. Strike two, and that'll bring it full. Henry Allen will be off with the pitch. So a ball in the gap could get you a run home. Here's a full count pitch. Swing and a miss by Waldrop, inning over. If you're Auburn, you've got to execute, but that changes the entire momentum of the inning when that strike is called. 10-7, Hoover on top of Auburn. We head to the top of the seventh. Auburn needs a run or two or three here in the bottom of the seventh inning, but they'll have to get past the Hoover lineup in the top of the seventh. We go to that top of the seventh, Auburn High School Baseball down to Hoover 10-7. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Top of the seventh inning, it'll be Jackson Mangum. The Auburn hurler will be on for his second inning of work as the Hoover lineup. We'll flip back to number nine, Jackson Wood, the shortstop in the eight-hole. Hoover on top of Auburn, 10-7. Three outs to work with for Auburn in the bottom of the inning. I'll have to come back to win this one. But they'll have to try to retire this Hoover lineup before they can do so. 1-0 the count. On a pitch that's been in all day. Mangum delivers the 1-0 pitch. That one's high for ball two. home to Jackson Wood. Here it is. Strike on the outside half on the same pitch that was thrown on the first pitch of the at-bat. Two and one to count to the Hoover shortstop. Here is the pitch popped up. Will it stay in play? Yes, it will. Waldrop over, under, and he's got it. Four out number one. Lots of foul ground here at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Tanner was able to get under the baseball right in front of the Hoover dugout. So there is one down in the inning. And it'll be Brewer-Smith for Hoover, the new center fielder. First pitch misses out. It's 1-0. Mangum delivers a 1-0 pitch. Swung on, fouled behind us. One's wild across the scoreboard. Mentioned a few times today, but once again, four errors for Auburn today. Two runs, at least two runs. Came around to score on those errors. There's a 1-1 pitch. Strike down the middle. It's 1-2. With everything else going on, if Auburn's a little cleaner in the field, this is probably more like either a 1-1 ball game, maybe a tie ball game, or even an Auburn lead right now as the 1-2 pitch misses up. 
Two and two the count. Mangum delivers home foul off to the right side above the Hoover dugout. That'll send the orange jersey scrambling. Mangum, the lefty, works from the wind. Two and two, the count one down in the inning. Here's the pitch, line right back to him. That'll go off the glove of him and over to Reed Woods, who tried to make the throw to first in time, but Brewer Smith beats it out for a hit. Brewer Smith had good wood on that one, but Jackson Mangum unable to Corral it. It was chopped right back to him. Went into his glove, kind of off the palm and up. Reed Woods from his second base spot. Ran up, came on to try and throw out Smith, but Smith, who runs well, was already at the bag. First pitch to Cade Finn, the Hoover left fielder, is a strike. Finn, one for four on the day. A couple of line outs to left field. A strikeout in the third and a single in the second. Smith at first. He was thrown out last time trying to take second base. An 0-1 pitch called a strike. My goodness. Almost hit Cade Finn, the left fielder for Hoover. Auburn will take it, but my goodness. 0-2. Pitch from Mangum. Curveball hit right back up the middle to Mangum. Tries to go to second and throws it into center field. Five errors, four of them by Auburn pitchers throwing to infielders today. So Cade Finn will reach on the error. Brewer Smith will be down at second base. And there is one out. Pitch goes inside. It hits Cade Carr. No, it does not. Home plate umpire will say it did not hit him as Cade Carr had thrown the bat to the dugout that started to trot down to first base. Had to have a couple of fans yell for the home plate umpire to make a call. 1-0. One down in the inning. Runners at first and second for Hoover. Squaring to bunt is Carr. He pulls it back and takes a ball. Two and another count. Auburn defense at double play depth. Carr squaring to bunt. Doubt they will do so here. Mangum turns around. He's going to throw to the bag. Nobody there, so he eats it. Twelve hits for Hoover, 11 for Auburn. Carr squares around to bunt with the pitch low and inside from Mangum, and it'll run it to 3-0. and Auburn has to at least keep it at a three-run ball game. Three runs still doable with a couple of bloops and then a blast. 
four runs is when it really starts to slide away from you a tad. 3-0 pitch. A little low, but down the middle. Call the strike. So a hitter's count pitch to Cade Carr, the Buccaneer catcher. Three one from Mangum, not close, and there will be a runner at every base for Andrew Pitts, the three hole hitter. Second walk of the day for Cade Carr. And that one not necessarily the strike zone getting smaller now. Mangum just had trouble throwing two. Carr, who was squaring around to bunt. K.J. Law will come on to run for Carr. First pitch by Mangum. Looked good, but must have been up 1-0 the count. Hoover trying to add on in the top of the seventh inning. 1-0 pitch right there for a called strike one. It's 1-1. One one. It will be the 7-8-9 hitters for Auburn in the bottom of the seventh. Squaring around to bunt is Andrew Pitts. He bunts it foul up the left field line. With the bases loaded, not a bad idea though, as Henry Allen was playing back. Now Allen will move up on the grass. Base is loaded. Three-run lead for Hoover. Top of the seventh inning. Here's the one-two pitch. It's a ball. No, it's a strike. He called it a strike. There was no motion from the home plate umpire. So a strikeout by Jackson Mangum. Good grief. Well, that's a huge strikeout for Jackson Mangum. No motion from the home plate umpire to signal it was a strikeout looking. But Andrew Pitts takes a seat in the dugout. And now the first pitch to R.J. Hamilton, who doubled his last time up, is right down the middle and called a ball. Here's a 1-0. Backs Hamilton up off the plate. It'll be 2-0 now. I guess. I've never seen a home plate umpire ring up someone without making some sort of physical motion. 2-0 pitch is popped up by Hamilton. Think that'll get out of play to the left side. Yes, it will. The Dothan Wolves are in town warming up their bats down the third baseline. They'll take on this Hoover squad after this one. And then later tonight, it'll be Auburn and Dothan. So this Tiger squad will have to sit out a game. We'll come back and play later tonight. We'll have the call here on 96-3 W. Lee. 2-1 pitch misses up and out at his 3-1. Well, and here, if you're Auburn, he's a dangerous hitter. He is R.J. Hamilton. 
But you got to come after him here. Don't want to let another run cross. Stretch. Pitch by Mangum. Hit deep down the left field line, but foul. So Mangum works it full. Two outs in the inning. Runners will be off with the pitch. Still a big pitch in this game. If the Tigers can get to the seventh, down three, still a manageable inning. Auburn's already put up four in an inning today. Time called at the dish by Hamilton. Play at every base for the Tigers. Here's the 3-2 pitch from Jackson Mangum. Runners are off, and it's a ball outside to Hamilton, and that'll walk in a run. Hamilton picks up another RBI, his second of the day. That'll leave it up to Mason Blachet. Two singles and a sack fly in this one. Sack fly not going to be an opportunity this time for Blachet. Four-run lead at the lefty Jackson. Mangum tries to take two the bottom of the seventh inning. A first pitch is just out, called a ball. Same pitch as it was to R.J. Hamilton, so that one called a ball both times. 1-0 pitch, driven into center field, coming on as Cosby makes the grab at the belt, and the inning is over. Hoover does pick up a run off of one hit, a couple of walks, and an error in the inning. So 11-7 is the score as we head to the bottom of the seven. Auburn needs four to tie, five to win. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Tigers came back from a seven-run deficit last night starting in the third inning. Came back from a three-run deficit starting in the fourth inning in game two. And now we're tasked with coming back from a four-run deficit against Hoover today in the seventh inning, 11-7. That's a good start. Reed Woods, a single through the left side, and he is aboard to start the seventh inning. Lots of storylines today for the Auburn Tigers, but they've stayed in at 12 hits for this Auburn squad. Five errors. The biggest sin on the day for the blue and white. 
First pitch to Seth Payne at the ankles and called a strike. Oh and one. Pitch to Payne. Same pitch. Call the ball. One and one. The count. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's something. One one. Swing and a miss by Payne. Strike two. Find that five six hole, Payne. One two pitch. Cut on and miss. Strike three. And Samuel Schmidt has sat down his fifth Tiger hitter on strikes. Silas Mason, the batter, now one down. Tying run for the Tigers still in the dugout. First pitch is up and out to the Auburn backstop. 11-7, Hoover leads it. Bottom of the seventh inning, first of two for the Auburn Tigers today as Hoover and Dothan will play next, and Auburn will play Dothan later tonight. 1-0 pitch is right there for strike one. Woods at first. Mason in the box. Line up the middle, off the glove of the shortstop, and everybody's safe. Tying run is on deck now for the Auburn Tigers, and the lineup flips over. So it'll be Connor Cosby who has doubled today. An RBI double back in the third inning. One for four, getting his fifth try of the afternoon. If he can find some outfield grass, that'll bring Jace Norton. But a bunt attempt is popped up. Schmidt right there to grab it. And that is out number two. Connor Cosby. Trying to bunt for a hit, can't get it down. So that'll leave it up to Jace Norton. Henry Allen on deck if Norton can somehow find a way on. Pitch to Norton, popped up back this way, that'll get foul. Thirteen hits on the day for Auburn. They have out-hit the Hoover Buccaneers. Have not outscored them, though. 0-1. Here it is. Over the chalk in the left-handed batter's box for a strike, 0-2. Auburn down to their last strike. Pitch to Norton. Ripped back up the middle, and stepping on second base is the shortstop, and that is how the game will end. Hoover 11, Auburn 7. The Tigers fall today in game one of this Saturday, Saturday doubleheader. We'll take a break and come back and talk through this one. We'll give you a preview to tonight. I believe we're going to save the sit-down with Coach Carter for later this evening. We will come back and give you a wrap-up on this one and give you the information heading into tonight. Hoover 11, Auburn 7. Here at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex, Tigers fall in seven to the Buccaneers. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. 
low costs, and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Tigers fall in the first game of their doubleheader today. Hoover wins it 11-7 over the Auburn Tigers. Auburn just not able to get up off the mat after Hoover comes back with three in the top of the sixth inning to take the 10-7 lead. And then Hoover gets an extra insurance run there in the top of the seventh inning. Auburn not able to get the bats going in the bottom of the seventh. And they fall 11-7 tonight after taking down the 6A state champions last season twice in Hartzell. Hoover comes in, gets the win over the Tigers, but Auburn not done for the day. It'll be Dothan and Hoover next on this field. And then later tonight, right here on WLE 96.3, it will be Dothan and Auburn going at it. We'll have the call for you, so stay tuned and check your local listings for that time. We assume that that's going to get started around 4.30 or so. Depends on the quickness of the game beforehand. So we will keep you updated on that one. Going over your statistics for the day, first for the Hoover Buccaneers, Cade Finn goes one for five with a single. Cade Carr, the catcher, two for three on the day with a couple of walks as well. One for four goes Andrew Pitts. He was hit by a pitch. R.J. Hamilton had a really nice day. A couple of hits going two for three. Also had two walks and came around to score the other time when he hit into an error by the pitcher. Mason Blaschet with two hits on the day and a sacrifice fly goes two for three. Devin Lee had a couple of strikeouts in the middle innings but had an RBI single in the sixth. Colin Ringring, a single and a stolen base in the second. A walk and then a couple of ground outs give him a one-for-three day with a walk. Jackson Wood with a single in the second was caught stealing by third. That was a bright spot today behind the dish. Silas Mason threw out three base runners for the Hoover Buccaneers. Wood goes one for four on the day. And then finally, Camden Teague and Brewer Smith combine to go one for three 
walked back into third, an error by Reed Woods, the second baseman for Auburn, in the fifth, and then a single by Brewer Smith there in the seventh inning. Samuel Schmidt gets the win on the day for the Hoover Buccaneers. The loss goes to Jackson Mangum for the Auburn Tigers. Flipping over to the hitting statistics for the Tigers, they fall to 10 and 7 on the season. Hoover improving to 12 and 6. Connor Cosby goes one for five on the day, with a double in the third inning and an RBI. Jace Norton had two hits to start the game with a triple and a single in the first and second inning. Quietly, the rest of the day, Jace Norton went. He had a flyout to right in the third, had a flyout in the fifth, and a ground out to end the game. Henry Allen. Had a tough day. A couple of walks there late, but went 0 for 2 to begin today. Braden Fox, also a tough day. Had a walk in the third inning. Flew out to left in the first two strikeouts to end the game in the fourth and the sixth. Michael Daniel had a couple of strikeouts, but also walked and singled. Tanner Waldrop had three hits on the day. Had a good day, 3 for 4 with an inside-the-park home run. A three-run shot, we'll call it. Reed Woods had a hit in the seventh inning to try and get that rally started. Also had a sacrifice bunt in the second inning to bring home a run. Finishes the day one for three. Seth Payne with three hits. A good day for the Auburn DH as he's able to leg it out the first three times in a row. Struck out to end the seventh inning. Well, struck out in the seventh inning, but struck out to end his day. And Silas Mason with a hit today in the second inning. Goes one for three with a sack bunt there in the fifth. Once again, the loss on the mound goes to Jackson Mangum. Hoover wins it over Auburn. The number seven team in the state comes in to the Tiger Den and takes down the blue and white. Auburn will get another shot at a win tonight over a Dothan team that will go up against Hoover on this field in just a few moments. We will send it back to the studio. We'll let you know on time for the next Auburn and Dothan for the game against Auburn and Dothan later tonight. Going to depend on how long this Hoover-Dothan game takes. So we will let you know on time for that one. Check social media, check your local listings. Anything uh, that can we can get the news out to you, we will. But keep it right here for WLE 96.3 to make sure you tune in for that one. Auburn High School falls to Hoover in game one. They'll get Dothan tonight. Stay with us, and we'll be back later tonight on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Auburn High School Baseball on 96.3 W. Lee was presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Bank, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Gouge Performing Arts Center, Troy Bank and Trust, Glory's Furniture Express, and University Ace Hardware. The Auburn High School Tigers play here on 96.3 W. Lee. This has been an Auburn Networks production.